morning everyone here at the Miracles Healing Center. <laughs> Good morning wherever and wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Voice for Heaven and you are listening to the lesson of the day. Okay. The lesson of the day, which we will get to in a moment, but I will read the title, is God is my life, I have no life but His. <laughs> right? Which simply says that there's no such thing as you have your own life, right? This is the common expression in the world, well, I got my own life to take care of, right? I got my own business to take care of. You truly don't, right? There's no such thing as an apart um, from a life from God. It's meaningless, right? Common expression is, well, we all have our separate lives. That's not possible, right? That's just not true, right? What you have discovered is that Truly, you, there's only one life, and that you share with God. There's only one life, and that I share with God. Okay, we will get to the lesson in a moment. The first thing I want to do is read a couple of lines from the introduction to the workbook. Okay, the introduction to the workbook... Um, just as a reminder of what it is that we're doing. When we get together every day, all we do is we practice this, right? We remind ourselves, we remember, right? And what we've all discovered is that you're not really teaching anyone but yourself, mostly, right? Most and for all, you're only teaching yourself, right? There isn't anyone out there. So when we come together, we practice this. So let's just, just read the introduction to the workbook just to kind of remind us um, what it is that we're doing. When he says, you know, the workbook is divided into two main sections. The first dealing with the undoing of the way that you see now and the second with the acquisition of true perception, right? So we're now in the second part. We're in the part, uh, we call these the prayer lessons, where we're um, trying to bring about, if you will, right, and many of you have succeeded in that, a whole new perception of the world, right? A whole different way of looking at the world. And of course, it's preceded, but you're undoing. It has to be preceded with the undoing of the way that you see now. Okay, fantastic. Now, it says the purpose of the workbook is to train your mind in a systematic way to a different perception of everyone and everything in the world. It's a systematic way. There's a system, right? This is not haphazard, right? We're not just throwing a couple of lessons out there and see what happens. There seriously is an idea behind it that first, in order to see, I have to be undone in all my ideas of what I think I am, what I think any of this is, huh? and that includes all my spiritual ideas, right? They're completely meaningless, just as much as any other idea, right? Oh, but I got, you know, I got a nice spiritual um, knowledge, right? You know you don't. None of that is true. But any of these ideas will just as much prevent you from obtaining the course than any other idea. 
right? You have to be willing to let it all go. So it's a system, systematic way. Hmm? I love it. He also says, training of, transfer of training in true perception does not proceed as does transfer of the training of the world. Right? Right? There's no such thing as a teacher-learner situation in which the teacher knows this and gives something that the learner doesn't have. And he's got it. There's no way like that. Right? Both learn. Right? The, tra the, the transfer of learning goes both ways. In that sense, there is no real teacher and there's no real learner. If true perception has been achieved in connection with any person, situation or event, total transfer to everyone and everything is certain. This is the same as saying forgiving one person or thing holy is forgiving everything holy. Right? So one thing forgiving holy is forgiving everything forgiven. However, one exception held apart from two perception, <laughs> this is the part no one likes, makes it accomplishment anywhere possible. That one person that you're not willing to forgive because whatever you think he did or she did to you, that's the one, right? That's the one exception that's going to prevent you from experiencing the peace of God. It is equally applicable to everything you see, right? So that one grievance, uh, that one mm, that you're holding on to, that's preventing you from the peace of God. And it's always in connection with something and, right? So this is so cool, right? That one thing that you're not willing to let go of, that's going to prevent you from entering to this whole new time and place that's being offered right here and right now. Um, um, yeah. So that's a little bit from, let me just see if there's anything else I want to read. He only says, um, the very nature of true perception is that it has no limits and it's the opposite of the way you see now, right? True perception is the opposite of the way you see now. It is, it has no limits. It's joyous. It's free. Everything is included. There is no grievance. There is no misery. There is no, it's just wholly free, wholly joyous. And it's the opposite of the human thinking, right? True perception. Love it. Oh. So, and then he says, um, some of the ideas that the workbook presents, you will find hard to believe. Others may seem to be quite startling. This does not matter. You're merely asked to apply the ideas as you're directed to do. Okay? So, all you're being asked is apply them in the way he tells you to apply them. Yeah, but I don't believe him. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't like it. Doesn't matter. Right? Yeah, but I got trouble. Doesn't matter. Right? Only the application, and this is why we hammer all this on this, these morning lessons, only the application will bring about the transformation of mind that is promised to you. Right? Yeah, but I think I got some own ideas that are nice to add to that. No, you don't. <laughs> right? None of that is going to work. Right? Yeah, but I think I, I got... You know, no. Right? It's truly, truly just the application of them. You are not asked to judge them at all. You're asked only to use them. It is their use that will give the meaning to you and will show you that they're true. 
okay? It's like, it's not until you enter into the experience that you go like, this is what he's talking about, right? It's like you have some idea of what he's talking about. Well, I think I know what the peace of God is, or I think I know what the true world looks like. And then you enter into the experience, you go like, I had no idea. This is not what I, this is not what I, you know, it's not like that at all, because there's no experience in the world that can even closely relate to a true experience. It's not there. Love it. So and then finally, it ends with, remember only this. You need not believe the ideas, you need not accept them, and you need not even welcome them. Some of them, <laughs> and we know this from experience, you may actively resist. None of this will matter or even decrease the efficacy. But do not allow yourself to make exceptions in applying the ideas that the workbook contains. And whatever your reactions to the ideas may be, use them. Nothing more than that is required. Fantastic. So I just wanted to read that simply as a reminder, right? As a reminder what it is that we're doing when we get together in the morning. What are we doing? We're, we're bringing about Right? That shift in perception that is necessary for you to remember who you are. Right? It, we're not teaching you a technique. Right? We're not sitting around and meditating. We're not doing anything. It's just a training of the mind. It starts with an undoing and then with, with what we're doing now, which is the acquisition of true perception. Okay. Fantastic. Now, let's read the introduction to lessons 221 to 365, right? The lessons where we are now. The introduction to the prayer lessons. Words will mean little now, right? We're going beyond words and we're going beyond concepts. We use them just for a moment, right? These are short prayer lessons. And then we simply go beyond it altogether. We use, we use them but as guides on which we do not now depend. I love that, right? For now, we seek direct experience of truth alone, right? We use it for just for an instant, then you let it all go and you enter straight into the experience. That's what these lessons are. Right? We're not conceptually discussing with each other what it means or anything like that. Yeah? We're not using flowcharts to explain anything here. I, I'm amazed at sometimes what we see uh, on, on the internet about guys explaining flowcharts of how this all works. And it's also meaningless because that's not how it works. That's not what it is. It's not conceptual. Right? It's miraculous. It's a course in miracles. Wow. Okay, so great. So for now we seek direct experience of truth alone. That's all we're interested in. That's all we want. The lessons, right, that we're doing huh, are merely introductions. That's all they are. Introductions to the times in which we leave the world of pain and go to enter peace. 
You mean I can leave this world of pain? Yes, you can. Not only can you, you have already, right? You have already, but you won't realize that until it actually happens, right? Now we begin to reach the goal that this course has set. And we find the end towards which our practicing was always geared. Now we attempt to let the exercise be merely a beginning. Right? We, don't, we don't have like two or three or four pages of text anymore. We just have a little prayer which connects us to my source. Right? I'm praying to my Father, which is my communication with God. It connects me to my source and then I forget everything and simply enter into that contact. And that's all I need. That's all I need for the rest of the day to stay in the peace of God. Right? Nothing more is required. So it's merely a beginning. For we wait in quiet expectation for our God and our Father. He has promised that He will take the final step Himself. And we are sure that His promises are kept. We have come far along the road and now we wait for Him. We will continue spending time with Him each morning and at night as long as makes us happy. <laughs> and for a lot of us that's a long time. Right? We like spending time in the light. We like disappearing. We will not consider... I love this. Listen to this. This is the whole shift right there. We will not consider time a matter of duration now. Right? Before that, when you had to do something, you were can't wait till it's over. Or when you really enjoyed it, you couldn't wait till you, know, you wanted it to last. It no longer means anything. Right? Time is not, doesn't have that function anymore. We will use it as much as we will need for the result that we desire. Nor will we forget our hourly remembrance in between, calling to God when we have need of Him as we are tempted to forget our goal. We will continue with a central thought for all the days to come, and we will use that thought to introduce our times of rest and calm our minds at need. Love that. Yet, we will not content ourselves with simple practicing in the remaining holy instance which conclude the year that we have given God. We, will, we say some simple words of welcome and expect our Father to reveal Himself as He has promised. We have called on Him and He has promised that His Son will not remain unanswered when He calls His name. This is very true, right? You have come to rely, right, by experience that whenever you call on God's name, whenever you ask for help, that is always answered, always. What you ask for, you always receive, always, right? The question is not that, the question is, what are you asking for, right? The question is, what is it that you want? And don't tell God how, right? how he should answer you. I love it. 
Okay, so where was I? Oh yeah, we have called on him and he has promised that his son will not remain unanswered when he calls his name. Now do we come to him with but his word upon our minds and hearts and wait for him to take the step to us that he has told us through his voice he would not fail to take when we invited him. He has not left, listen to this, he has not left his son in all his madness. You're not left here huh, comfortless. That's not possible. You're not left here in some world trying to figure out what it is that you should be doing and without any help. Right? You get all the help in the universe. You just got to be learned, I guess, if there's anything you got to learn is to step back and let yourself be led. Let, just like don't show the way you'll be shown. Right? It's like a whole different thing. It's, it's not passive, but it is the idea that you know, I will step back and choose a second place to gain the first. You know, I have to just not tell what truth should be, but accept it as it is. I don't know how else I can say that, but I, I guess for most of it, that's pretty clear. Huh? That's, 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 if there's any learning, that'll be it. Okay. Has not his faithfulness earned him the invitation that he seeks to make us happy? We will offer it and it will be accepted. So our times with him will now be spent. We say the words of invitation that his voice suggests, right, that's the lesson, and then we wait for him to come to us. That's how simple as this gets, right? Finally, even the practicing becomes that simple, right? First you got your undoing, you got all these new ideas, right? There is no world, I can escape from the world I give by giving up a tech thought. All this thing, and finally it's as simple as, Father God, help, Father God, thank you. And, he, and you just shut up, right? And, God, and, and you just wait for God to say, I love it, all right? It's that simple. I, it, it really is not a hard course. It's, it's absolutely not hard. I mean, it's about as easy as it can get. Mm -hmm. So, now is the time of prophecy fulfilled. Now, are all ancient promises upheld and fully kept. No step remains for time to separate from its accomplishment. For now we cannot fail. Sit silently and wait upon your father. He has willed to come to you when you have recognized that it is your will that he do so. I love it. He has willed to come to you once you have recognized that it is indeed your will that he comes to you, right? And you have, you could have never come this far unless you saw, however dimly, that it is indeed your will. I am so close to you that we cannot fail. Father, we give these holy times to you in gratitude to him who taught us to how to leave the world of sorrow in exchange for it's replacement given us by you, right? You're being replaced in your entirety, right? And this is why this is often a little bit experienced sometimes as uh, uncomfortable, right? Sometimes this is called, an, it's experienced initially as a very uncomfortable course because when you're being replaced by, right, by a whole new image of yourself, everything that you thought you were 
um, is being undone, right? Like everything, all your ideas, all your beliefs, all your every image that you hold true of yourself, right, is being replaced by something that is not of your own making. And since it's not of your own making, right, because you're so used to making an image of yourself, it's uncomfortable. And you have to learn to trust it for a moment. Right? It's like a trusting. Right? And that's not always the easiest thing initially. But once, right, once that shift starts to occur and the light takes over and the light now becomes your reference, right? it now becomes a joyous thing and you see, oh wait, right? that uncomfortable was nothing else but me holding on to some old idea of myself. And you literally have no idea. You have no idea because it's not from here. <laughs> I love it. Father God, thank you. We look not backwards now. We look ahead and we fix our eyes upon the journey's end. Accept these little gifts of thanks from us as through Christ's vision, we behold a world beyond the one we made. Think about that for a second. We behold a world beyond the one we made. And we take that world to be the full replacement of our own. And now we wait in silence, unafraid and certain of our coming. We have sought to find our way by following the guide you sent to us. We did not know the way, but you did not forget us. And we know that you will not forget us now. We ask but that your ancient promises be kept, which are your will to keep. We will with you in asking this. The Father and the Son, whose holy will created all that is, can fail in nothing. In this certainty, we undertake these last few steps to you and rest in confidence upon your love, which will not fail the son who calls to you. I love it. And so we start upon the final part of this one holy year, which we have spent together in the search for truth and God, who is its one creator. We have found the way he chose for us and made the choice to follow it as he would have his goal. His hand has held us up, his thoughts have lit the darkness of our minds. His love has called to us, listen unceasingly since time began. Wow, holy mackerel, that doesn't make you grateful. Huh? His love has called to us unceasingly since time began. We had a wish that God would fail to have the son whom he created for himself, right? That was your wish. We want God to change himself and be what we would make of him. And we believed, right, that our insane desires were the truth. And insane it is. Now, thank God, in this new time and place, right, we are glad that this is all undone and we no longer think illusions true. The memory of God is shimmering across the wide horizons of our minds. A moment more and it will rise again. A moment more and we 
who are God's sons are safely home where he would have us be. That's it. It's just a moment more. Right? Like, I, I love it. He says somewhere like, you know, you think that this, that this still takes a long time, right? But if you think about the thousands and thousands of years that you spent in teaching yourself something that isn't, right? This one moment, however long that moment apparently is, right? It's just so short compared to that, right? At the end of time, I, I know you, like you can't wait, right? You can't wait to go beyond all of this and enter into the light and to go home. But just stand there for a moment because it's going to be short, right? Because time is sped up so much, right? That what, what before took a thousand years is going to be done in just one moment. I love it. So now is the need for practice almost done. For in this final section, we will come to understand, right? And this is what we're doing now, today that we need only call to God and all temptations disappear. Instead of words, we need but feel His love. True, right? Instead of prayers, we need but call His name. That's how fast this gets, right? And instead of judging, <laughs> we need but be still and let all things be healed, right? If you feel yourself a little off the mark, I'm just going to be still and let healing come to me. I'm going to ask for the correction. We will accept the way God's plan will end, right? It's not of your own making. This is not your plan, right? This plan has been set in motion since the moment time began. This is the plan. This is God's plan. This is how it works, right? The, the sooner you accept that, the easier it gets. I love it. We will accept the way God's plan will end as we received the way it started. Now it is complete. This year, has brought us to eternity. One further use for words still retain. From time to time, okay, instructions on a theme of special relevance, <laughs> I love this, will intersperse our daily lessons and the periods of wordless, deep experience which should come afterwards. These special thoughts should be reviewed each day, each one of them to be continued till the next one is given you. This should be slowly read and thought about a little while, preceding one of the holy and blessed instants of the day. We give the first of these instructions now. Holy camoly, huh? Systematic mind training, right? It's systematic. This is, right, this is like this has been giving you by a mind from out of time, right? Telling you, right, who still think you live in time, exactly how to get out of there, how to return home. Not by death, which maybe up to now you thought was gonna be a way to leave here, but by simply a change of mind. And it's systematic, you don't have to figure anything out, it tells you exactly what to do, and it's easy, it's effortless, and it's true. Love it. Okay. Father God, thank you. So what we'll do before we go to that thought of special relevance, let's play a little song and then we'll get to that in a moment.
let's do let's do this one here
Oh, that was the song. Okay, good. All right, beautiful. Okay, let's um, let's look at the at the, the thought of special relevance. <laughs> what is forgiveness? Forgiveness recognizes that what you thought and you did think that right, your brother did to you, has not occurred. Right? I love that. Right? Forgiveness becomes a whole lot easier if you uh, know that none of this is so. Right? If none of this is so, you can't possibly have any problem with forgiveness. Period. And the only problem you could ever have with it is indeed that you think this is real. Love it. It does not pardon sins and make them real. Right? That's what the world calls forgiveness. It sees that there was no sin, and in that view are all your sins forgiven. What is sin? Except a false idea about God's Son. Forgiveness merely sees its falsity and therefore lets it go. What then is free to take its place is now the will of God. Right? Once you're forgiven, right, what then is free to take its place is now the will of God. That's simple, right? Wow. An unforgiving thought is one which makes a judgment that it will not raise to doubt, although it is not true. Right? Because you're being asked to raise everything to doubt, right? You're asked to raise question everything. Right? The whole reason that finally you showed up is because you questioned this, right? You questioned the ways of the world. You questioned what you thought were real, right? You questioned that you had to get old, sick and die and, and, and suffer and, 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 and be a body. The reason that you start to wake up, you start to question this, right? Right? And the whole the whole thing of the world, well, I gotta, you, you gotta have some opinion about this, right? It's the world, you gotta, but you surely do have an opinion about this. Right? <laughs> right? That's it. I mean, raise it all to doubt. It's not true. Right? The mind is closed and it will not be released. The thought protects projection. Tightening is changed so that distortions are more veiled and more obscure. Less easily accessible to doubt and further kept from reason. Right? The whole idea that you project unforgiveness is simply you put it out there. So and so did this, or this and this happened to me, or, right, whatever you do, it's never you, it's always something out there. And as, as long as it's out there, you project, protect projection. That's it. That's, that's what projection makes perception, right? That's the action of mind that keeps this all going, right? That's the action of mind that doesn't allow for change. I love it. What can come between a fixed projection and the aim that it has chosen as its wanted goal? Absolutely nothing. Right? Absolutely nothing. An unforgiving thought does many things. In frantic action it pursues its goal, twisting and overturning what it sees as interfering with its chosen path. I love it. Right? It's no longer, you're not stepping back and letting yourself be shown. It's like you're just like a bulldozer. You know, I'm going to, I'm, what does he say? It's the temper tantrum. Right? Uh, <laughs> I know, I don't know how to. 
a temper tantrum is like I want to dust, right? That's the human condition. I want to dust. That's not what it is. Distortion is its purpose and the means by which it would accomplish it as well. It sets about its furious attempts to smash reality without concern for anything that would appear to pose a contradiction to its point of view. Forgiveness, on the other hand, is still and quietly does nothing. It offends no aspect of reality, nor seeks to twist it to appearances that it likes. It merely looks and waits and judges not. He who would not forgive must judge. Right? Unforgiveness is what judgment is. You have to. You cannot not. For he must justify his failure to forgive. Right? Any failure, any unwillingness to forgive has to be justified. Right? But he who would forgive himself must learn to welcome truth exactly as it is. Do nothing then, and let forgiveness show you what to do through him who is our guide, your savior and protector, strong in hope and certain of your ultimate success. He has forgiven you already, for such is his function, given him by God. Now must you share his function and forgive whom he has saved, whose sinlessness he sees and whom he honors as the son of God. Okay, so that's the idea that we're given today. Huh? And any moment that we need it, we'll draw on that, right? Anything that, that will confront you today, that will irritate you today, that will anger you today, right? All you have to do <coughs> is remember uh, maybe the first line of that, forgiveness recognizes that what you thought your brother did to you has not occurred. It has not occurred. It's over. It never was. And then it just really comes down to willingness, isn't it? I mean, how willing are you to be wrong? And how willing are you um, um, to be wrong and to be happy, right? Because that's the same thing. How willing are you to let it go? Wow. Let us move to the lesson of the day. Lesson 223. God is my life. I have no life but His. And as we read this, just let these words just sink in for a moment. Right? Let these, the energy of that thought, just let that find a place in your mind, right? God is my life. I have no life but His. Right? God is my life. I have no life but His. I was mistaken when I thought I lived apart from God. A separate entity that moved in isolation, unattached and housed within a body. 
that's amazing that is such a good description of a human being right i'm separate i'm in this body i'm moving about this world i'm separate from everyone and everything i'm lonely i'm depressed i'm um, fearful i'm angry right a separate entity that moves in isolation that is unattached and housed within a body how meaningless and how utterly futile Now, I know my life is God's. I have no other home and I do not exist apart from Him. He has no thoughts that are not part of me and I have none but those which are of Him. Our Father, let us see the face of Christ instead of our mistakes. For we who are your Holy Son are sinless. We would look upon our sinlessness, for guilt proclaims that we are not your Son, and we would not forget you longer. We are lonely here and long for heaven where we are at home. Today we would return. Our name, is your, your, our name is yours, and we acknowledge that we are your son. God is my life. God is my life. Right? I have no life but his. God is my life. I have no life but his. Beautiful. I'm going to put some music on. Sit with that idea for a moment. And... Just go home, right? Just, just go to the light. There's nothing preventing you. Listen to this.
of all, well, that's going to be it for today. For those of you tuning in, for all of us are here at the Miracles Healing Center, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being us with us today. We are going to watch the video uh, right here in the Miracles Healing Center. And we invite you to watch it with us online, wherever you are. Um, we love you. We absolutely love you. And we'll see you everywhere. You have been listening to Voice from Heaven, live in the Miracles Healing Center. Remember that God's voice speaks to you all through the day, that God goes with you wherever you go, and that God is the mind with which you think. God bless us, everyone.